And before we turn back to uh, God's Word, please join me once again as we uh, look to God in prayer. O oh Lord, we come expectant to you. Uh, Lord God, we uh, come to you as our God, the one who uh, does promise to speak uh, through your words, through the preaching uh, of Scripture. And uh, we uh, pray to you, Lord God, and ask that we would know that uh, this morning uh, in our hearts here, uh, that you would give us ears to hear from you. You are the great sower. Uh, of the, the seed, Lord God, and we do pray that it would fall on good soil. And Lord God, that you would uh, speak to us, perhaps it is today that you have uh, words of challenge for us, uh, words to convict us of our sin. Perhaps you have words of encouragement. Perhaps you have words, uh, Lord God, to bring some to new life in Christ. But uh, we look to you in our weakness and ask that we might know your strength and that we would hear from you, O oh God. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, do you, friends, like to people watch? Do you like uh, people watching? Uh, some of us do. Um, years ago, some of my friends really, really took uh, to the idea of people watching. Uh, so what they would do is that they would uh, sit themselves at a window seat in a cafe and they would order a couple of coffees. They would sit in silence at the window and they would watch the world go by. They would uh, watch uh, people as they would walk by in the busy street outside. You get the idea, don't you? People watching, they would watch for people's idiosyncrasies as they, they walk by, they would watch People trying to deal with their children, maybe badly behaved children as they walked by, they would watch that. They would watch the couples who were in love, you know, people walk, walking by hand in hand. They would walk past, they would watch, uh, sorry, the couples who, who perhaps had just fallen out with each other as well and watch them as they walked by uh, arguing. So it's the idea of people watching. This morning uh, and just now, that's what I want us uh, to do together as a church. So instead, I suppose, of us moving through this section of Scripture, section by section, what I want us to do instead is to go through this chapter twice, from top to tail, each time paying attention and observing a different character that we have here. So I want us to people watch. I want us to go through this section twice. First time we are watching and observing Joseph. And then I want us to watch again. And the second time round, I want us to observe uh, Benjamin. People watching. Why? Well, I do think this will help us to get, us get to grips with this particular chapter of Scripture. But more, I think really this will help us to get a handle on the workings and the grace of God that we see in Genesis chapter 43. So hopefully you're with me, and we're going to people watch this morning in, in Genesis. Uh, so I would uh, ask you, please, if you have got a copy of the Bible, uh, to turn to this portion of Scripture. If you're visiting St. Peter's, if you don't have uh, a copy of the Bible, um, as we try to do, what we'll do is we'll put up a few verses that 
we might reference as we go on, just so that we are rooted as closely as we can be in this text of Scripture. Okay, so will people watch? Who do we observe? First of all, Joseph. Okay, now, as we sit at the window of this cafe and we're sitting coffee, we're watching uh, Joseph and we're watching him welcome his brothers back from Canaan. I think the main question that we're asking of Joseph in this chapter is, Joseph, what are you up to? Aren't you asking that in Genesis 43? In the way that he welcomes them? so warmly and the way that Joseph this time honors them so much aren't you asking Joseph exactly what are you doing here what are you up to let me at least suggest a a couple of answers to that uh, question first of all I want us to see here that that Joseph is testing his brothers are you with me he is testing his brothers in this chapter can you remember the background a couple of weeks ago, Joseph had told his brothers to go back up to Canaan to do something. He had told them to go back up to Canaan to get their brother Benjamin and to bring Benjamin down to Egypt to see him. Who's Benjamin? Do you see that Benjamin is the new favored son? Isn't that who Benjamin is? As far as Jacob, the father, is concerned, Joseph's been killed, hasn't he? And because Benjamin is the only other son that Jacob has fathered with Rachel, you can see what's happened. Benjamin has actually replaced Joseph, in a sense, and Benjamin is now the apple of his daddy's eye, basically. But don't you see it now, what Joseph is doing? Like it was with him... Joseph is now forcing his brothers, by sending them up to Canaan to get Benjamin, he's forcing his brothers to have to deal with a favored son. Don't you see? Joseph is putting his brothers in a similar situation to the situation they were with him in order that Joseph might test his brothers to see if they have actually changed or not. How are they going to relate with this favored son? And I think that's confirmed for us if you would look to the very last verse of this section of the Bible. Look with me to the last verse. I think it's it's verse 34, perhaps. Do you see it? By this stage, and we'll look at it, but by this stage, Joseph welcomes all of the brothers that Egypt welcomes him at the home and so forth, and he feeds them. Look at verse 34, though. What does he do? Oh, isn't it clever? He, He gives Benjamin five times as much food as the rest. Now, do we see what he's doing? Part of it, is it not, to test the jealousy of the brothers? I think if you were here, you can cast your, your minds Timothy. back to Genesis 37. Yeah, what was the root problem? To Timothy and what was it? it was envy, one, wasn't it? Uh, from it was right at the heart of it. It was jealousy that had caused all of these problems. No, I wonder if you could, Joseph um, do so clever. He presses on that nerve. Doesn't he gives more food to the brothers in order to test? Well, have they changed? Really? Has there been any change? And don't worry, this is not. Uh, here, here, here's the thing: it um, because this idea of um, testing the brothers able, you're, you're will become a major theme in the next chapter. What we're going to do just now? Nothing. Really, to be honest, what we're going to do is we're going to 
going to put this idea on a shelf, press pause on the testing until next week or the week after. And instead, I want you with me to appreciate a second thing that Joseph is doing here. So we've got that he's testing the brothers. Have they changed? Have they not changed? Second of all, Joseph here is prompting. In this chapter, all the way through, he's prompting. Scriptural hey, examples of, so, of this. And I was thinking about Dave Joshua. Robertson no, the book we've been hey, studying in, in the morning here, here at St. Pete's. Hey, last um, week. And, and so hey, some we of the were astonishing not things in, we've been learning from it. Hey, the but at the Genesis. end of the book, when, when Joshua was but about to if die, you were here and um, you cast he your mind first back, of all the elders you'll maybe remember what we saw last week. The judges together. Um, and then all the two people. weeks ago, rather. The and brothers he, arrived he in Egypt for the first so like time. They didn't recognize their brother Joseph. And then under the heading of awakening the conscience, we looked at a number of ways that God convicts us people, didn't we? I'm not expecting you to remember all of the headings. And that it was all God's doing. Uh, But we saw, didn't we, that God sometimes awakens the conscience by using a crisis? What were they? By speaking severely to us? By giving us pause for reflection? What though? Wait a minute. What was the last one? And then, of course, he goes on to say, but God sometimes stirs our conscience by treating us with great... You can, choose, you can great choose one of the old gods from the land we come to, maybe some of the, the gods from yeah, the land we're going as to. As we move on choose. into this chapter... But you remember he said... But as do you not see what's going on? And my house, we... I mean, do you not see that Scripture is doubling down well, on that idea? in some ways... Scripture unpacking that idea that like what is happening Joshua's here is that Joseph is lavishing... You saw it, you? He's lavishing incredible kindness and this time not on his brothers. Why, why, why to disturb them? Put down in a letter Isn't that part of the his, reason his here? Dear to unsettle them, all of this kindness, to give them pause for thought and that they might Paul's feel their unworthiness, that Timothy they might be brought to a further place Timothy, of conviction of their sin. Now, this is where I'm going. What I really want to ask is, will you follow me? And he came from... As I try to point out possibly a few aspects of this wonderful kindness in this chapter, you'll follow me through the morning, please. And we know you've got your Bible there. Mother, Let me point Louise them out. I'll just give you the word. One, see these brothers, what's the kindness look like? One, they are received. Greek who didn't Can we put up verse 16? He was, he was well thought of. You know, he was well thought of by the church as Christians. Think about this from the brother's perspective. The surrounding area. So they arrive. Stand before Joseph. What does he say? And Paul valued him too. He says, and took him on his bring the men into the he house. Was, he was trusted. Bring them into to my house. On a mission to Thessalonica. Like slaughter some food. Macedonia. And, and we'll and die it, together it at noon. Can you imagine, please, for a moment, how unsettling that was for the brothers? Bring them into the house. Uh, place I mean, in the think about the situation. So at this point hard. in history, real all the known world is flocking to Egypt and they're all the trying to get an audience with Joseph. There's this he, he famine, multitudes like of people all flocking in to try and get some of the grain uh, as we he has. And these brothers, so look at them. To they're wondering they're the why, for no well, apparent reason, are we, these and 11 guys... Being welcomed that, in, this and we are being granted and when an you audience the letter, in the personal residence of the sovereign, and we are being allowed to his, chill out with this burden. Can you imagine how Timothy, baffling for the future it would have been for these men? Um, then, 
And that, that's a fairly Notice also human, the fact that they are pardoned. Did you pick up on that? Those yet unborn. I think it's understandable what kind of world that the brothers in? What will they read the situation and people totally have all these wrong. concerns. Don't they, they get the whole scenario wrong? Um, last time the they found when they opened their grain sacks, maybe some of the young people can remember, can you? They opened the grain sacks and they found and money. And, freedom. and so here, and all of these things. when they are summoned to the but personal of residence of the sovereign, occupied you can see that they're panicking, can't you? As you lay in that prison cell. They're thinking they're being called to account. After all, this money, they have no right to this money. They yeah. are indebted it is, it is the to Joseph, and they're full of trepidation, and the they're panicking. And so from their perspective, imagine the kindness. What do they hear in verse 23? Joseph's steward confirms this to them. They walk to him, and he and confirms. See the debt? He was all of it? That, that it's gone, guys. Carried forward. That whole debt, all of that twisted, money? Not changed, you don't need to not worry about it. That, that debt is it's cancelled. So that that situation is fine. Imagine these brothers Imagine their heads of that kindness. Give glory and honor to so God. What were the words? They received that, that was his, pardon. His third one, pardon. though. I think and you Paul should have been blessed. The church was in perhaps this a, is childish. A dark period uh, I don't of, know. Of You'll forgive me if it persecution. is. But sometimes when Nero I'm reading the Bible, uh, I end up finding myself having a favourite character he, in the he story. Unbelievable it does sound a little bit childish, but if you I'm sure maybe you're on board with me on occasion. Um, and that chapter is definitely the case because I love the Joseph Stewart. Because uh, do you not love so Joseph Stewart in this story? For the in the previous chapter, he was the guy who had put the money in the crane sacks. He's the one who did. In this chapter, he's the one who keeps talking about God. And so don't you love the way in which he greets the brothers? We've got verse 23 still back up. We can can look at it. So they're coming with such trepidation about this money. What is the first word? What is the word that they hear? What rings in their ears? Peace. No. So there was something momentous He looks at these brothers and says, And he knew that it would be Timothy. That's his the important biblical word. You, you know what, for the holistic harmony, this fully orbed peace that God wants for his people. Imagine being one of the brothers, thinking perhaps they're going to lose their life on the basis of this money and all the Shalom again, bamboozling, don't you think? Confusing in this kindness. So then the last one. Do you get something of then the we burden? Need to note that they this, are honoured. This heavy load weighed so heavily on because the yes, at this point, at last, they actually enter in his own into the house, and such is the level of kindness of that, that even their horses, the even their horses, are treated well. The, but look with me to the, the end of, of the chapter. Consider the end of the chapter. Just scan it. Do you notice what happens? Think of the kindness. The brothers are summoned to the very presence of this ruler. And at this time of desperate famine, they're given food. Where does the food come from? So let's let's consider these words in the first chapter. They are given food from the very table of the sovereign himself. And they enjoy After, this um, lovely time of intimate fellowship with this ruler and this fathers. king. 
friends, from the brother's perspective. To the faithful witness of the saints. I mean, what and the mysterious kindness. As well as, no wonder as well at the end of the chapter Timothy we are told that they were absolutely and, and utterly amazed. In but other words, pointing see, back hope and reminding him of the continuing story of salvation. He's lavishing this um, glorious so kindness on these men. This was not a religion that Paul invented. That they would say no, it's their unworthiness the of all of this, that it might elicit contrition Christ. from their sin. He lavishes kindness that ultimately the they might times, repent. The times that we are in now. now and so, for this reason, there. says Paul, I, I remind you, Timothy, but let me to fan let me into flame let me the gift transfer God, us out from this window seat in the cafe and let me take you for a moment please to your kitchen table first thing in the morning Timothy, Paul, so maybe I haven't stolen your coffee of the from church you. of You've the elders coffee. and here it but you have your bible open in my front hands of you. as if to remember remember it now each morning as you and I read God's word together a very, what questions is a very, should a very we be asking of the text of holy scripture what questions do we ask? Number one, um, we must ask, well, what does the text teach me about, about God? What am I learning something here about, about my God? We ask that. Then we ask about sin, don't we? Something about so we read the Bible, we're asking, what, what, what do I learn about sin? What do I learn about living in a holy way for God? But is this not the case that we should also, as we read the Bible every time, ask, well, what does this teach me about the gospel? And make sure you pass it what does this portion of Scripture teach me about God's overarching work for salvation gift, in Jesus Christ. Gift of ministry and well, we're not at the kitchen table. And leading the church. Just now, we have Genesis chapter 43 open in front of us. So I am asking you, do you not see something of flame. your experience, Christian friend, in the experience of these brothers? Can I ask you please Earlier to do this? this? summer, um, just now, just for a moment, we were away, consider my son and myself and my, the mysterious and kindness. Um, on a wild camping that God trip. has shown you um, in Jesus Christ. Sort of men of three generations. Surely you recognise some of it here. Male Don't bonding you? kind of things. What are the words? <laughs> and, you, um, Christian friend, like we were wild here, camping, and we did it well. Gospel, we did it well. You you, when we left, there was no sign, apart from maybe God. some crumbled grass, there was no sign of there being anyone please. there when we left. Though you are and utterly we had a, undeserving. We on top of a Red. fire pit, which a very clever one which what we were given, which had sovereign a stainless steel rods welcomed you in, and a, a stainless steel you where into his very household itself. You have been in the gospel, received by God. Except the wood we had to it? pretty damp. So because have you, Christian friend, have you not been pardoned? Go each time you and can we see it, ended up with lots of red faces and feeling like faint, here, puffing, puffing, puffing. Though the fact that we were wow. entirely indebted to God by our sin through Christ Jesus' work, like what that. has happened? You've yeah. heard, yes, fan, that debt fan, has been cancelled. All of it has been dealt with in God Jesus Christ. Has given you. What's the other word? And it wasn't that Timothy in the gospel, like here, have we not been blessed? There's no suggestion of that. Because what is the word keep it alive that is said to you burning. in the gospel? And Though again, undeserving what has happened. Christ Jesus in the gospel, like he did work. with his disciples yes, post-resurrection. He comes to you, but and what does Christ God say in the gospel? He says, shalom Joshua. That was what God to you. Joshua, Christ Jesus God has secured you peace with God for you. The Holy Spirit is in you. And here Paul in mentions the gospel, have in we, verse 7 you and I not been three characteristics right of now, the Spirit in three moment, words. 
And if you're looking in for three worship, points to sermon, there they are. Whether we realize it or not, self-control. We are enjoying fellowship. So why, did, why did Paul describe the gift of a, of, a, of a spirit of power and we of get love a feast and self-discipline or self-control? And that will grow. This feast why will go three? on for forevermore. And, that, that and if you see this mysterious kindness that we are enjoying in Jesus Christ, do you not now see what is called really for from us? Is it not the same see. as let's this? Look at them. Let's see how this goes. I am asking First you this of all, morning, are there areas of, of, of your life just now that uh, are clearly guess being first in um, contrast to God's word. Might, might surprise Are us, there, uh, Christian friend, patterns of behaviour um, that you know all too well? The suggestion is that maybe Timothy is, maybe is a bit of a weak individual, a young, and compared they to others, maybe. Your unworthiness. Uh, a dodgy health, perhaps. Sense that the kindness so. that God shows you in Jesus uh, Christ. But, but power, today, when you speak of it today at least, is not considered a virtue, you know, okay. something to be sought after. In fact, when we hear power, or when we hear about powerful so we people, we immediately have think watched don't we, of Joseph people being heavy-handed, of domineering, Second of, all, of overbearing, bullying, abusive, dangerous. Uh, Maybe even tyrannical. Now, at risk of sounding in, like a broken record, of negative um, let me repeat a key aspect might, of what we believe because in we this a, church a about the nature of, of the Bible. Because key aspect, what we, we might believe be too influenced about the Bible. By, we believe by that the, the Old thinking, Testament scriptures not, of, of prefigure of the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ, Christ. And they do so Duluth and in Derrida a whole variety of different ways. And others. That's where we stand. So we believe that as we read the Old Testament, we are pointed to, to Christ's to honest, person I, and his work. We are pointed to Christ in a whole people, host of different ways, aren't we? And some of the Old Testament events foreshadow Christ. Some of the law foreshadows Christ. Some of the characters, the personnel, they also point us to Jesus Christ. I don't think that is particularly controversial. But I want to add to it. Is that... Okay, I think what we also Power need to appreciate is that sometimes Christ can be foreshadowed in a number of ways, especially relationships with each other, even within the Power is the thing. Story. You know, it's almost as if there's no good or evil. There's no good that multiple features of the same story and all the problems in the world come from an imbalance. Multiple features of that. It's not just teach the us big about the Lord the Jesus Christ. And that is what I think every is happening in marriage, here even in, intimate in Genesis chapter in 43. With what? reverence, I, I want to say this, that I, I, don't think it's ever said, I, I firmly believe that if we were walking behind Jesus a bad thing. And the power on the road to Emmaus, as he spoke about how the Old Testament... Prefigures this is pointed a, to maybe him. just my fancy, but if we were walking I there, think I think a perhaps we God, might have overheard Jesus the mention that's, the name. That's not exactly fair. Benjamin. We should be equal to him. That I, I, I firmly believe that this new favoured son, that yeah, he has much to teach us about our Lord and, and Saviour, studied Jesus Christ. You can put me right. Okay, so. Um, as we stare out of this window, sipping our coffee, and as Joseph has walked you know, by this, and he's gone, is, he's, he's wandered off, and now Benjamin comes God. into view, is, what do we need to notice in this portion of scripture about him, about Benjamin? Just a few things, and please hear me when I say it more briefly. And, and so the Benjamin, first I think we ought to note 
the need remember it's John the Baptist for the favored son that. the need pointed to Jesus for the favored son I almost someone coming who is more lied uh, to you at the start was, of this uh, sermon it was the power almost, of the spirit that overshadowed almost lied to you I said that we would go through this section twice son. from top to tail and but you could probably level the accusation against me that I've kind Jesus of passed returns. over after the first part of this chapter, and I haven't really done it for from top to tail. Can I ask you, if you've got your Bible, just to flick to the start of the, the, the chapter for a moment? And Jesus speaking to the Pharisees. Can you think about the situation? Saying, What's happening? The brothers are all the still up in Canaan. The power aren't they? Of God. And, and do you notice that the, Jesus the famine the power is raging? Heal and give so, power so to death is a real possibility. Starvation is a real possibility here. And do you see what the Father does? Do you notice what Jacob does? He says, and right, guys, look, we've run out of grain. Of Jesus. <laughs> we yes, need you to go back down to Egypt to get more to grain. You got some from Joseph first time? Brilliant. Great. I need you to go back. Now, within you, let's put up verse 5 if we can. And what does Judah point out? So you can notice that Judah is rising to prominence, like we said, he would amongst his brothers. And that's a, such a wonderful that, what does he balance, say? isn't it? Does he not just that say, Dad, together. Power there's no point. In us going but down of to the word, Egypt. Again, today, love has lost so much of like, Dad, in our language. If you're not going to allow uh, us to take Benjamin with so us, muddled up between we're not getting anywhere with Joseph unless you allow us to take your favorite son. Used all the time in the worst There's not going to be any green. Dad, we're not even going to get an audience and so with this sovereign. And it's so easy for There's us no to, point. Be, unless, to be influenced unless by Unless Benjamin that. goes, and for our we're not going to anywhere. Become a, a parody and I think that is important of for reality. us this morning, Christian friends. Well, the, the scripture tells us that... I think that is important that as we sit in 21st century Scotland. And his love Let's face facts this morning. The human story from its. From if its our society and Dundee and Scotland think uh, anything about religion, we that's a big Genesis if, to be honest. And even in, if our even society that, thinks anything about dark, religion, the our society in, in the whole thinks Bible. that all religions God's love are essentially and his the same. And his mercy. Isn't that right? Okay, Still we can believe, true. you know, the Muslims and maybe the Sikhs and, and some Bible-believing Christians, but by and large, throughout Scotland, John, you speak to your friends and your colleagues one, and your neighbours. If they were to draw four, a, what is it, one of those Venn diagrams? What, first John, right, chapter four, and the circles. Seven. You Dear know what they would say. Friends, let us Scotland says, oh, right in the Venn diagram of all Everyone different religions, right smack bang, the heart of all these religions. Central Whoever ideas. All, love, all religions, God, they all have these central core. This is how God showed history. his love among us. What is it that we know? He sent his one now, what and is only it that God has made clear to us in his word? Him. This is love. There is not that we love God, no but that other he loved us. Under and his son given amongst as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. We must be saved. Dear friends, listen. Since God so loved us, we also no ought green. to love one another. No one has there ever seen God. No audience love one another, with the God sovereign lives in us unless we come into the presence of God walking in behind the favoured Son. It is this love, of Do course, that we see in, Benjamin in Jesus in all his dealings with the need for the individuals and his compassion and his then, seeking also, the lost. I think, no, the sending 
of your favorite song. We can deal with this in just a word, I think. You just answer me this question. Is Jacob keen to send Benjamin's spouse to Egypt? Is he keen to send his favoured son to Joseph? He is not, is he? Let's be honest. In fact, if you read it very closely... Jacob does nearly everything he can to avoid sending Benjamin and he procrastinates and he he, he just resists this idea. And is that in itself not interesting for you? If you find power... I mean, is it not um, such a contrast with self-control would be our Heavenly Father, I'm sure. our God? We, we talk a lot about self. Because I think if you're like me and you um, read this text, you can about, relate to Jacob's reticence. self-control or self-discipline. I mean, think about it. He loves Benjamin so much. Importance, self-identity. And he knows that there's such a danger. He will never, ever set eyes on him again if he sends him off. He loves him so much. All, all of these things are We can relate to this, but what has God after. done? But somehow, somehow... Even though the cost was great, people would be quite. Even though God knew exactly the event that would unfold, why for you? It seems a very negative thing, Christian friend. Such as His love for you, belonging to the bad old days. God the Father, He willingly, eagerly, He sends the favoured Son for your salvation. Proverbs chapter twenty-five: Like a city whose walls are broken to broken through and then the, the, the last of person who see the need for the favoured son the sending of the favoured son and but Paul, also Paul I think it would be right as we think about, about and watch Benjamin it, to notice the blessing was, that comes through he making his defence at his trial before Felix and um, friends if you're like me at all uh, and you recall uh, the last chapter perhaps Felix what has lingered with you he was afraid is the way that Joseph dealt severely uh, with his brothers. Can you at least recall that in dealing? It was and emphasized in the text, was wasn't it, last time? One of the we were wondering what is going to happen here. You remember the, the scene, the brothers come before Joseph, of the and we're wondering, the they don't recognize of, him, and, and, and he recognizes them, and we were wondering, weren't we, is he going to have them because killed for what they've done? Because is he going to reveal his identity to them? You remember it, don't you? He didn't do that, but he spoke us. severely. We maybe think it is, but it's he spoke not. harshly, we can, even we can live our lives in the illusion I, that we are under our own we need control. To appreciate but it is just is how what we're dealing with right now is written in parallel I mean, do you to that previous scene. I, I, I think we can all get that. Can, can you control your tongue? Chapter. Can you control? What do you have? You've got the brothers. In both chapters, they come down from Canaan. You can see the parallels. In, in no, both chapters, they come before nature. Joseph. In fact, both chapters, fact, they actually fall prostrate before Joseph. You know, they, in both chapters, Paul, they bow. You can see how it's in parallel. In Romans chapter Do you see what we're supposed to be doing? Says the, these words, chapter we're supposed to be holding our breath. So I, I find we, this law at work. At this moment, we're supposed and to be wondering, what is Joseph going to do this time? For in my and is he going to deal being, even more harshly with them? But I see another law at work. In more severely? Body, waging war against the what law do we have? Verse 16. And making me a prisoner you know it? of sin. Instead of dealing harshly, he, he deals oh, with such love and kindness. Man, but my question to you is why? Look at the start of the verse. Why does he show such love this Thanks time round? They're in parallel, but what is the difference? Look at the start of the verse. Why? He saw. Oh, it's easy to look. As he clapped eyes and on the favoured son. Ourselves. Do, do you see it? The reason too, that these brothers not. enjoy such blessing from yeah, the sovereign just took one is because of their association with, with the favoured son, isn't it? 
Now, wait. God's Holy me. Spirit in us. Because there is a particular phrase that we need to deal with very, very quickly. And of course, like um, the other. You'll have heard this phrase. If you read your Bible, love. if you're. If you've been a Christian for any length of time, you'll know this phrase. You'll have heard it a number of times. It's this phrase. See if you recognize it. Remember these words. And he lifted up his eyes and saw. Who? It's quite a common phrase in the Bible, isn't it? And he lifted up his eyes and saw. It's uh, a device, isn't it, that biblical authors use to draw our attention to something, isn't it? And he lifted up his eyes and he saw, and we're supposed to pay close attention to what that is. That expression is used in this text. Now, I'm not a a prophet. I don't don't know what the future holds. What do you expect, Joseph? I can't see what's around. He is going to lift up his eyes and see something, and Um, it is going to lead Joseph to pour out blessing on his brothers. What do you expect it to be? I wonder if there's people in this room. It's the feeling you that expect something, Joseph to lift up his eyes and see and the present prepared for it. Maybe that the we're brothers not had brought and with them. Did we all notice the, the next present? generation either? We were you supposed see, um, to notice I, I, I'm a the present. Baby, what they call something very clever here. The present and is bam and gum and myrrh. Yes, yes, I know individuals. And that and these are some of the similar things that the merchants and way back in Genesis 37, but, but over the, piece, the same thing the that they brought we've to never Egypt. Had so we're supposed we, we to recognize this present. So are some of us and wondering, is it going to be that? Might be considered is Joseph going to lift up his eyes, see this present, and because of that pour out blessing upon his brothers, well, no, and look at it with me, please, in verse 29. The trend is generally upwards. Do you see it? And we thought that was a given. And he lifted up his eyes and saw we learned to read and his write brother and count Benjamin. and think things out for ourselves. He lifts up his eyes and, we had and the sense he sees that if we were his brother. Do you recognize it? Why are they blessed? The opportunities are they blessed because they bring something um, to the sovereign? And of course, there's the astonishing no. advances Are they blessed because of this present? No. You could, you could they are blessed because of their identification with the favored son. A level of fitness and isn't that this morning a corrective for you and, and for me? And order. Because and no matter how long we've been Christians, you know what the heart of man is like, and, and you know how often we slip back into this works of righteousness model, don't uh, we? No, I fear don't that we? my generation have. We think, so oh well, if I just so bring a present to God, if I bring a gift to, to God, if I bring my works to God, if I bring an achievement to God, then I'll be blessed. It's not normal for the rest of the world. What is Scripture reminding you of here? most of history. No, it's not about that. It's not normal everything for the Christian church and the rest of the world now. Scripture reminds you ask, here, everything ask, is ask, about your identification, your association the with the greater Benjamin. In, everything in is about the Lord Jesus Christ. All of the good things you enjoy today. All of the good things that you will enjoy tomorrow. All of this wonderful rescue from spiritual famine that the church enjoys today. All of it is due to Jesus Christ. Maybe sooner Surely, than we think. Because of that, we ought to turn our so attention to our how are we to be prepared? How, Jesus Christ how are we just now in praise and thanksgiving. To be ready. Well, and going back to my little by your scenario I painted for you at the beginning, where really, you're about really to leave this earth and sneaky. you're able to speak because I said some words to two the people cats. around you. 
in a word. The next generation, perhaps. Is there not a third what that demands your attention? What would I say? Should we not at least, in a word, mention? Well, of course, Simeon? we would say to our Christian believers, I mean, hold, you realize his situation and his place. Five don't things you? we'd say: hold on to. I mean, he the word of God. Read was the, the Bible, one brother who was left behind. Soak yourself. All of the other brothers go up to Canaan to get Benjamin. Praying. Not Simeon. And Where make is he? It your habit At the start of this chapter, with other believers, he is regularly. in prison. And he is in chains. And I ask you, what is his only hope of release? And when his you have only the hope to be set free, and every opportunity, is Benjamin, be comes. ready. Be ready. The only hope he has of being of liberated be is if the favoured son comes yes, from the promised land and stands and works and appears on his behalf. But I would also that's his only hope. And so remember, if you are this morning not to remember yet that if you are a believer, a if, you, if you follow the Lord I would Jesus ask you Christ, to consider that predicament him, very carefully. In fact, of the living God is it not the case within you? that as you sit at this window seat, this people watching, do you not, in Simeon, of timidity, do you not catch a glimpse of your own reflection this morning? Oh, do you not see something of yourself in Simeon here? And then Listen, please, it is not easy anything. to hear, perhaps. But by your sinful nature, you are imprisoned. By sin, you are in chains and due to face the just Father, we don't punishment the future of a good God, a holy us. and righteous God. And what is today but your we know only you do. hope of redemption? What and we know it? that we can trust you. It is the favoured son. It is the greater we know, Lord, that You, you see what you need to do. Spirit. You need to run to Jesus. Help us This to morning you need that. to flee to Jesus. That you have given us a spirit and if you of do that power. in him, you will know. And a spirit of love. With the almighty eternal God. You will know today, so tomorrow, when, forevermore. When persecution comes, there's no doubt it will. with the sovereign. We'll be ready. Friends, let's bow our heads. And we ask and it in Jesus' name. Lord. Amen. Lord Almighty God, we fall before you and we praise you for your word. We thank you for Holy Scripture. We thank you that in the story of Joseph with his brothers, we are reminded of the kindness that you have shown to us, your people, a people who are utterly undeserving and unworthy. Lord God, we are thankful also for the picture we have of Christ in Benjamin here, Lord God, there is need of the favoured son if we are to be fed in the gospel. And so we ask, Lord God, that you would receive our praise as we worship you, a God of kindness and of grace. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.